Hey, welcome back to the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation using a non-diet approach. It's Alicia, and it is so good to be back here with you again this week. What is up? How is your day going for you so far? Mine is off to a pretty good start. If you are listening to this right after this episode drops, it is the week of Thanksgiving here in the States. And it's a lot of fun kind of preparing for this. I am recently really starting to feel a little bit more and more like a grown-up as I start to create my own traditions for my family and really take on the role of cooking the turkey and having people to our house. We are hosting a small Thanksgiving this year at our house and then heading out of town for the weekend to see some family. We're attempting to do some wild turkeys this year that my husband and son actually got this last weekend, and we have them brining in our garage right now in a giant cooler at the moment. It was a huge labor of love to say the least, but I am super excited to do something, I don't know if it's more traditional or less traditional, um, and really just kind of trying this new recipe. It has so many different amazing ingredients in there, pomegranate, oranges, Um, all these different spices and herbs. And so I'm super excited to see how it turns out. So fingers crossed. Uh, We're also gonna be smoking them on the trigger with a beer can. So doing beer can turkey this year. And I am pretty excited to see how that goes. Um, But this week really does kind of kick off the holiday season here in the States, which usually means more eating, more shopping, and more drinking for most of us. Um, Sometimes often way more than we had originally planned for. So I wanted to talk about some of the reasons that we overeat, overdrink, and overspend this time of year, and some practical things that you can do to kind of keep it in check for yourself. And really, it's about helping you feel maybe more connected and present this holiday season, all while staying true to your goals and all the things that you ultimately want to create in your life and the women that you want to be in your life as well. Okay, so let's first talk about some reasons why we tend to overeat, drink, or spend. Now this applies, I think, all year long as well, but we're really gonna kind of hone in and focus in on the holidays a little bit more too, as this time of year can definitely bring up so many mixed feelings and situations that you might find yourself in. And oftentimes it's that overconsumption, whether it's food or drinking or TV or alcohol, um, whatever that is, oftentimes it's just more magnified this time of year um, as maybe some of those emotions like the stress or the overwhelm or just not wanting to deal with certain situations or people tend to kind of really um, highlight some of those emotional things for us. So number one, kind of leading right into that is we oftentimes overeat, drink, or spend when we are wanting to avoid any sort of negative emotion, whether that's feeling lonely or loneliness, anxious, anxiety, um, stress, overwhelm, chaos, maybe just things in your life feeling really out of your control. Food, alcohol, and spending money provides kind of this temporary buffer zone between you and whatever emotion you're trying to avoid feeling. And since this time of year, things seem to be so much more magnified like we just talked about, so is the coping that we often use, right? So it's like if you maybe feel a little bit stressed every other day of the year, but then come the holidays, you start to feel way more stressed than the way that you're gonna cope is going to kind of increase to match the intensity of that emotion that you're experiencing, right? So if your stress level is higher, you're gonna need more stuff, more food or alcohol to match the intensity of that feeling. 
But this can also hold, hold true for positive emotions, right? It's like we get swept up with all the yummy food, drinks, and um, buying things for ourselves and others, right? So maybe that's that feeling of generosity or joy or excitement. And it makes us feel even better, right? So we keep chasing that high, so to speak, right? So it's like that you could be doing these things, you could be overeating, spending, or drinking to avoid feeling a negative feeling, or we overeat, drink, and spend to kind of heighten and again, magnify maybe those positive emotions that we get from just a little bit of food or one glass of wine with some friends or family or buying you know, a gift for somebody else or a gift for ourselves. So just kind of be aware of your tendencies. Are you tending to kind of turn to these things to avoid feeling certain emotions or are you turning to them to kind of keep feeling some of those positive emotions that they bring out in you? Number two, FOMO. So this I see especially in kind of restricted eaters, maybe meaning that you only allow yourself to eat certain foods at certain times of the year or the week. And this can really create kind of the sense of fear of missing out. It's kind of like you have to get it all in while you still can. And this is really prevalent sort of in that diet mentality when you think about, you know, this concept of starting a new diet or a new workout program in January or starting over on Monday. Oftentimes what we end up doing and almost subconsciously is we sort of get it all in before we start the diet or before we start that next workout program because we anticipate not being able to have that stuff again. And this very thing actually kind of happened to me last night um, with pizza. So I had ordered half of one of the pizzas that we got with some toppings specifically that I had wanted. And I took two pieces because I was afraid that there wouldn't be any more the next day or if I wanted some more later that it wouldn't be there. And so I kind of realized what my brain was doing in the moment. And it was almost laughable because really, who cares if the pizza would have been gone, right? It's like I could have either had another slice of another piece of pizza or another kind of pizza, or honestly, like I probably would have been fine if the entire pizza had gotten eaten. So it's like, just be aware of if you're kind of eating, drinking, or spending because you're afraid of missing out. And then really explore that. Like what actually are you afraid of and missing out? And do you need the alcohol? Do you need the food? Do you need to buy the things to still feel like you're present and you're there and you're, you know, you're not missing out at all, right? It's like you're, you're right there in all the action, enjoying all of that, right? And maybe you just don't want to seem like the uptight one, right? It, it might look like everybody else is having a good time eating and drinking and spending. And so sometimes we just think, okay, like I might as well just jump in on it too, even if we don't really want to, right? So it's just like maybe even the fear of missing out on whatever emotion, whatever feeling you're imagining other people experiencing when they're drinking, eating, or spending. Now, this time of year, people also seem to be a little bit or perhaps a lot more lackadaisical about money, food, and drink, right? It's almost like an accepted and almost even expected mindset that, of course, this time of year, you would eat, drink, or spend more than usual. But it doesn't really have to be like that. And when we slow down to kind of explore that, it doesn't even really make a whole lot of sense, right? Especially if you find yourself sort of starting the new year in more debt um, maybe further from your health or your fitness goals or whatever goals you had for yourself because of all of the decisions that you made back in November, December, and maybe even part of January. 
So to just really kind of explore, like, do you find yourself like, is that kind of your mindset of like, well, yeah, it's the holiday season, of course, you know, um, I'm going to relax a little bit more, I'm going to drink a little bit more, eat a little bit more, spend a little bit more. And just notice that just notice your attitude about this time of year and really stop and see like, is that attitude or is that way of approaching this time of year serving you or kind of hindering you? Is it helping you ultimately draw closer to those goals or those dreams or that vision that you have for yourself? Or is it kind of creating um, a little bit of self-sabotage or obstacles there and, and kind of stalling your progress or at the very least hindering you and kind of slowing you down? Last but not least, is either the lack of boundaries or not having any boundaries at all, whether with yourself or others. So perhaps if you don't have a planned budget, and I'm kind of using that word in air quotes, um, with either food, drink, or money, you just kind of keep spending and consuming without giving it much thought, right? Which is very different than if you have a plan going into the holiday season and you stick with it, you focus on it. I know for my husband and I, before we really started budgeting with our money, we were always living paycheck to paycheck. We spent our money a lot more freely, like when we were just swiping the debit card without really thinking about how much we still had in the bank or kind of where our finances were. And it almost never failed that we would get to the end of the month and have overspent or we found ourselves really tight with money. The same thing though can happen with drinking and food as well. And it's not necessarily about feeling restricted. Like I think if we're experiencing that emotion or we're feeling restricted, we're feeling deprived, that almost kind of triggers sort of that rebellious streak in us. But it's really more about deciding ahead of time what you want to spend your money on and how much, right? Or what you want to eat and drink and how much and then sticking with it. I know that maybe that last little bit about deciding ahead of time about the food or the drink could sound a little bit diety, right? Or like a diet strategy or tactic. And when we first started budgeting, it truly did feel like I was on a little bit of a money diet. But that really had way more to do with how I was thinking about the budget than the budget itself, if that makes sense, right? It was like, I had these thoughts that, you know, we couldn't spend this money or we didn't have this money or whatever. And that was triggering those feelings of being deprived or restricted rather than seeing it as this active choice that we were making for us and not really against us or like it wasn't something that we were doing to ourselves, right? Like in the grand scheme of things, it really was for us in the long term, right? Of, of doing something kind of for our better, right? For our higher good, if you will. If you think about it, it's kind of like the toddler who wants that big bowl of candy before bed. They can only see what looks good or what sounds good in the moment. And it's your job as the loving parent to look out for their best interest in sort of the long run, right? It's like until they're kind of capable of doing it for themselves, we teach them as they go, just like you're going to kind of have to teach yourself as you go too, depending on your current habits around drinks, um, money and food, especially in this holiday season. So now that we've talked about kind of the, the top four reasons of overeating, drinking, and spending around the holidays, here are some practical things that you can do about that, right? So number one, find your emotional triggers. 
Um, maybe in some instances you could avoid them altogether, but maybe not, right? Like if it's a person that you kind of have to do um, the holidays with, then maybe you can't really avoid that, but how can you manage it, right? It's like we want to at least be aware of what all of those triggers are for us, those situations or those circumstances that kind of trigger those emotional responses. And then we want to plan for them ahead of time, right? So it's like, how how do you want to cope with that person or in that situation or when the feelings of stress and overwhelm and chaos and all of those things start to arise? you want to plan ahead of time, right? So it's like, cope. what's the coping strategy that you want to use to help you navigate it without feeling like you have to turn to, to spending money, to overeating or over drinking to solve that emotional problem? Two, you're going to want to manage your mind around those triggers. So your emotions are created by your thoughts. If you're feeling stressed or exhausted and you kind of find yourself roaming to the kitchen or to the mall to solve that, what are you currently thinking about those different circumstances in your life, right? So again, it's like coming alongside yourself like a loving parent, it's your job to redirect your mind, right? So it's like, um, if you find yourself really feeling stressed out about having to spend time with a certain person, that, that feeling of stress is just a good indicator for you to kind of pause and check in. And it's like, okay, what am I thinking about having to spend time with this person that is creating this feeling of stress? Right. And then you get to decide, I mean, do you even want to spend time with that person? Why are you putting yourself in that situation or how do you want to handle it? Right. Like maybe you want to get to the place where you can spend time with that person without feeling stressed. But we don't ever know that unless we kind of take that pause, you know, experience the emotion and then kind of trace that back up to the thought that is creating that for us. Three you're going to want to process your emotions. So essentially that first step is kind of the awareness, like what's the emotion? What am I feeling? What are the thoughts that are creating that emotion for me? And then we wanna to work to process the emotions, which basically means to just kind of feel them. Yes, even those feelings that are not super comfortable, right? Those can also be positive emotions for us as well, right? Which is why we end up kind of doing that self-sabotaging. We're not used to feeling good. And so we do things to kind of keep us in this place of feeling bad, feeling stressed, feeling anxious. And so we just want to start by feeling the feeling in your body. What does it feel like? What are the sensations? Where do you feel it at specifically in your body? And then shift the focus to the environment, right? Or the conversation, the experience of being wherever you are. So this is especially handy if you find yourself wanting to keep eating, either just because the food is there or the wine is there and it tastes so good. We want to kind of slow down, sort of check in with ourselves, check in with, you know, like where we're at, the environment, and then really decide on purpose if we want to keep eating or drinking or spending. And if we don't, because it doesn't ultimately align with a different goal or intention that we have for ourselves, how can we start to drop into the conversations around us, right? And really experiencing the people that we're with and um, just, the, just that whole environment, that whole experience of being with people. I think so often we kind of make food the highlight or we make the drinks the highlight or the stuff the highlight, especially this time of year. So how can we kind of step back from that and slow down and really just drop in and be more present with wherever we're at? And then realize you're not missing out on anything. So this goes with kind of that FOMO, right? It's like you can have all of these foods whenever you want to. So again, just checking in with what you're making the food, 
the wine or the stuff that you're buying responsible for, especially in terms of like, are you putting the food or the drinks or the stuff that you're buying in charge of how you feel about yourself in your life in those different life experiences? So this is a great time to really just slow down and be present, right? It's like eat or drink one bite or sip at a time, right? It's like really focus on, you know, spending every single dollar deliberately and intentionally and this practice enveloping yourself in the conversations around you. Last but definitely not least, you want to set boundaries ahead of time, right? So it's like just like when you're setting a budget and you do that kind of at the beginning of the month, you know, how much money you have, you're, you're telling each dollar where to go. We want to do that with holiday spending as well, right? So it's like how much do you want to eat, drink, and spend and really decide that ahead of time and, and be as specific as you can, right? So it's like maybe what's the dollar amount, like how many cookies do you want to have, what specifically do you want to eat or drink or buy, and really just be super specific in picking that stuff ahead of time and then sticking with that, right? So it's like sticking with the budget, sticking with the food plan, stick, sticking with the drink plan ahead of time, knowing that whatever you decided is what you wanted to spend or it is what you wanted to eat or drink and you don't have the emotions involved in it, right? Because it's like oftentimes when we end up eating or drinking or spending money that we didn't plan on, it's because we kind of get swept up in the emotions of the situation or the circumstance or whatever. And when you're planning ahead of time, you really are using kind of that highest level of planning. And I think it's called executive functioning that you have access to. So then in the moment when you feel tempted to eat or drink or spend more, that really is just kind of some mind drama or some emotional drama that's sort of coming up for you. So just remind yourself why you made the plan that you did, why it's important for you to kind of stick with that, right? And and you might even, like if you get to a party and you don't know what's gonna be there ahead of time, you might just scan the table of treats or drinks and decide what you want to enjoy, right? Or maybe explore the whole store before making your purchase. Right. And it's like if we're not careful, this can start to feel depriving or restricting. But this is, again, just an indicator. It's time to kind of check in with what you're thinking about it. Right. Like, are you thinking that this is something you can't have or you can't do or this is something that's being done to you? And to just remind yourself that you decided this ahead of time and you chose this on purpose for your best interests at heart. Right. And I want to offer that maybe it's even okay to feel deprived or restricted at times. Right. Like you ultimately can handle any and every emotion that your mind creates. And the more that we get used to kind of processing those intense negative emotions, the more emotionally resilient and strong we get. It's kind of like in the gym, the heavier the weight is, the stronger the body gets. Right. So it's like the more intense of an emotion we can practice handling and managing without reacting to the more emotionally strong we're going to be, right? So that is what I have for you this week. Those are the top reasons that we tend to overdrink, overeat, overspend. And then I give you some applicable strategies that you can utilize not only this time of year with the holidays approaching, but also really and truly any time of the year. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and spending time with me today. I hope that you have a great Thanksgiving if you're listening to this in real time. And if you want to learn more about working with me or if you want to take the stuff that you're learning here on the podcast, deeper and really apply it to yourself 
in a way that creates true lasting change, then I want to invite you to hop on a consult call with me. You can book by emailing alicia at aliciacarlson.com or you can shoot me a message either on Instagram or Facebook. I'll be sure to have all those links in the show notes below. I hope that you have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for hanging out. Bye.